0: Good evening, everyone. To open our meeting tonight, Lil, will you please announce the first hymn?
1: Hymn number 154. In thee, O Spirit, true and tender, I find my life as God's own child. Within thy light of glorious splendor, I lose the earth clouds drear and wild. Kim number 154
0: If you'd like to follow along with the readings tonight, please go to our website. On the home page, you'll see the link to the live broadcast. Click on that, and then look for the place that says, click here for the text of the Wednesday readings. You do so, and there you will find the readings for tonight. In our theme is a quote from Mary Baker Eddy. God has endowed man with inalienable rights and the readings will now be given by amanda from missouri
2: the bible genesis and god said let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them, and God blessed them. Psalms O Lord, our Lord, How excellent is thy name in all the earth, who hast set thy glory above the heavens. When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained. What is man, that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man, that thou visitest him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. Matthew And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them, because they fainted, and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. He answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel for the son of man is come to save that which was lost. Luke The kingdom of God is come nigh unto you. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding in this, rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice, because your names are written in heaven. Then drew near unto him all the publicans and sinners for to hear him. And he said, A certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, and took his journey into a far country, and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father, and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose, and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him, and had compassion, and ran and fell on his neck, and kissed him. The father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe, and put it on him and put a ring on his hand, and shoes on his feet. And they began to be merry. Now his elder son was in the field, and as he came and drew nigh to the house, he heard music and dancing, and he was angry and would not go in. Therefore came his father out, and entreated him, And he answering, said to his father, Lo, these many years do I serve thee, neither transgressed I at any time thy commandment. And yet thou never gavest me a kid, that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this thy son was come, which hath devoured thy living with harlots, thou hast killed for him the fatted calf, And he said unto him, Son, thou art ever with me, and all that I have is thine. Romans Therefore, brethren, ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba. Father. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our Spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. For the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. I will now read correlative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures and Miscellaneous Writings by Mary Baker Eddy. God has endowed man with inalienable rights, among which are self-government, reason, and conscience. Man is properly self-governed only when he is guided rightly and governed by his maker, divine truth, and love. We are hungry for love, for the white-winged charity that heals and saves. We are tired of theoretic husks, as tired as was the prodigal son of the carobs which he shared with the swine, to whom he fed that wholesome but unattractive food. Like him, we would find our father's house again, the perfect and eternal principle of man. Man is God's image and likeness. Whatever is possible to God is possible to man as God's reflection. Through the transparency of science we learn this and receive it. Learn that man can fulfill the scriptures in every instance. That if he open his mouth it shall be filled. Not by reason of the schools or learning but by the natural ability that reflection already has bestowed on him, to give utterance to truth. Who hath believed our report? Who understands these sayings? He to whom the arm of the Lord is revealed, to whom divine science unfolds omnipotence, that equips man with divine power, while it shames human pride. Asserting a selfhood apart from God is a denial of man's spiritual sonship, or it claims another father. As many as do receive a knowledge of God through science will have power to reflect his power in proof of man's dominion over all the earth. The science of being gives back the lost likeness and power of God as the seal of of man's adoption. O for that light and love ineffable, which casteth out all fear, all sin, sickness, and death, it seeketh not her own, but another's good, it saith Abba, Father, and is born of God. The human thought must free itself from self-imposed materiality and bondage. The psalmist said, Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet. The great truth in the science of being, that the real man was, is, and ever shall be perfect, is uncontrovertible. For if man is the image, reflection of God, he is neither inverted nor subverted, but upright and godlike. Christian science raises the standard of liberty and cries, follow me, escape from the bondage of sickness, sin, and death. Jesus marked out the way citizens of the world, accept the glorious liberty of the children of God and be free. This is your divine right. The illusion of material sense, not divine law, has bound you, entangled your free limbs, crippled your capacities, enfeebled your body, and defaced the tablet of your being. The enslavement of man is not legitimate. It will cease when man enters into his heritage of freedom, his God-given dominion over the material senses. Mortals will someday assert their freedom in the name of Almighty God. Then they will control their own bodies through the understanding of divine science. Dropping their present beliefs they will recognize harmony as the spiritual reality, and discord as the material unreality. I hope, dear reader, I am leading you into the understanding of your divine rights, your heaven-bestowed harmony, that as you read, you see there is no cause outside of erring mortal material sense, which is not power able to make you sick or sinful, and I hope that you are conquering this false sense. Knowing the falsity of so-called material sense, you can assert your prerogative to overcome the belief in sin, disease, or death. If you believe in and practice wrong knowingly, you can at once change your course and do right. Matter can make no opposition to right endeavors against sin or sickness, for matter is inert, mindless. Also, if you believe yourself diseased, you can alter this wrong belief and action without hindrance from the body. Divine love blesses its own ideas. Man is not made to till the soil his birthright is dominion, not subjection. He is Lord of the belief in earth and heaven, himself subordinate alone to his Maker. This is the science of being.
0: We will now have a moment of silent prayer and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer.
3: Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name.
0: Please announce the next hymn.
1: Hymn number 166. Know, O child, thy full salvation. Rise o'er sin and fear and care. Joy to find in every station something still to do or bear. Hymn number 166.
0: Good evening and welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is our weekly Wednesday evening testimony meeting for Wednesday, June 29th, 2022. Everyone is welcome here. We have quite a wonderful outreach from our church. We are so blessed to have christian science the final revelation of truth as came to us through god's humble servant mary baker Eddy, and we're doing what we can to spread the word we have many languages and many foreign languages many websites and foreign languages and as a result god's word does reach people across the globe and in fact people from all over the world have found our church We're thankful for each and every one of you who have done so, and we are so happy to share the blessing of this truth. We're also very grateful for those of you who voluntarily uh, support our cause financially. Everything that we give out is free of charge. You don't have to pay anything to sign up Download, print, read, study, listen. So your donations are very much appreciated, much, uh, very carefully used for the purpose that we've been entrusted with. I'd like to point out one article we're now featuring on the homepage of the English website. It's uh, entitled The Way by Mary Baker Eddy. Uh, a wonderful article. I highly recommend it. Uh, Join us every Sunday. We start Sundays here at 10 o'clock in the morning with our roundtable discussion. We follow it with our church service at 11 o'clock. And we also offer a Sunday school for children, which meets every Sunday at 11 a.m. And our Sunday school also goes out by a teleconference feature that we are offering, one that's dedicated exclusively for the Sunday school, And what this means is that your child can attend our Sunday school by telephone, regardless of where you live. Many of the students in our Sunday school do just that. So call up the church. We'll give you the number for the Sunday school. And we would love to welcome your child there. I will now read from the Church Manual by Mary Baker Eddy the section entitled, Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, it scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ, who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or a suffering, though the generic name of the disease may be indicated. Now, for everybody that gives a testimony tonight, we kindly ask that you keep it within four minutes. This will give everybody else the chance to share their offering tonight. And for those of you who are on the teleconference, when you're ready to give a testimony, please press the star button twice. Keep in mind, however, when you do so, we're going to be able to hear you and any other sounds that your telephone picks up. So please be in a quiet place. And I will call on each of you one at a time by name. And our meeting tonight is now open for sharing Testimonies of Healing through Christian Science. Linda.
4: I want to express uh, my—thank you very much for the beautiful readings tonight. I also want to express my gratitude for the many materials available on the Plainfield Christian Science Independent Church website. I have been preparing to do some work with various written materials and I needed to find several items. It had been a while since I had used them last and there is clearly a need for a system and organization. I had a small window of opportunity and found myself unable to complete and in one case even find what I needed. I started to feel pressure and discouraged. I was instructed by my Plainfield practitioner that when I feel pressure to slow down or even stop, this I did. Later, uh, not too long, a day later, I came across an article on our website called The Way of Salvation, and it's by Mary Baker Eddy, and it's from Essays and Other Footprints. One quote particularly helped me a lot, and it's quote. Your mentality is the expression of God. The source of intelligence is infinite and flows on abundantly through you, and your only responsibility is to listen in consciousness, and mind will do it all. The action and intelligence which I express lead me to see the right way in everything. God never fails to be expressed. End quote. This immediately filled me with such confidence and peace. As soon as I had the next opportunity, about a day later, I found both materials easily and quickly and was able to complete some organizing as ideas gently flowed into my thought. I am so grateful to be learning how to live this science consistently in my daily life and to be learning the correct understanding of how to apply divine law to our days and to rely on spirit, not human intellect. I'm so grateful for our merciful God, Christ our way-shower, Mary Baker Eddy for this science of the Christ, and this church with its mission to teach pure Christian science.
0: Thank you. Mara. Mara. From Mississippi, go ahead.
5: Hi, everyone. Um, I'm very happy to be a part of this meeting tonight. I'm so grateful to have been led to the Plainfield Christian Science Independent Church. Uh, Thank you, Amanda, for the beautiful readings. There's a quote that has been really helpful to me. Uh, I have actually mentioned it in a previous testimony. It is from the article entitled Place attributed to Mary Baker Eddy and found on the Plainfield Christian Science website. Uh, The quote, you really have no need for You are already complete in God, unquote. Humanly speaking, we all have countless never-ending needs to look better, feel better, uh, be more successful or more admired, have more money. Uh, The list goes on. Oftentimes as humans, we never have enough, but as spiritual ideas of God, we are already complete and all our needs are met. I find it very comforting to know this. Not only our own needs, but this applies to everyone, anyone we see or think about. This quote has helped me a lot this week when I began to feel feelings of unfulfillment. Um, I'm very grateful to Mary Baker Eddy for discovering Christian science, for my practitioner, and for everyone at the Plainfield Church who works so hard to help people all around the world. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Chardell. Good
6: evening. While talking with a church friend not long ago, I was reminded of a significant demonstration of God's protecting power while still teaching in a public school setting. The only instruction in Christian science I had at that particular time included the Bible, science and health, and prose works. I have prayed since early childhood and decided to pray about people entering my classroom. Any legitimate concern, concerns were always welcome, but not complaining or meanness from anyone. I put a mental guard up at the door, and the results were wonderful. It was uh, so long ago that I don't remember my specific prayer, But I can relate it to principle, God, acting in his universe, with mercy and justice for everyone. All adult unnecessary complaining stopped, and some children started coming for help to solve recess problems with something called conflict resolution, which I was happy to help with because it never failed to work. Now, I often think about my duty to be just and merciful and to walk humbly with God. And that's taken from Micah 6.8. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Karen from California. Go ahead.
7: Good evening. I want to express my gratitude for a lesson I learned as a result of a very quick healing I had. For months, I had been bothered by something in my eye that had made it very uncomfortable to blink. It felt like something was in my eye, so I would try to look for something to remove, but there was never anything there that I could see. Upon further examination one day, I discovered that the irritation was coming from something under my eyelid and attached to it and not removable. It would irritate my eye for several days and then go away for a while, but then return. This went on for months. When it would start to bother me, all I wanted to do was keep my eyes shut to avoid blinking. I must admit that I tolerated this far too long. I knew it was not true, because God never caused any such thing but I felt I needed some support from my practitioner to help me see the nothingness of this. She reminded me that to accept the truth as taught in Christian science, that God is all in all, then I cannot admit to or believe in the reality of a presence of anything unlike God, good. Therefore, this so-called irritant was nowhere and no thing. I was apparently so ready to accept the truth about this lie and not argue for it that the truth took precedence in my thought and I completely stopped thinking about it and went about my day. It wasn't until months later that I realized that the situation had been completely healed or seen for what it was, nothing and nowhere. This taught me that the sooner I can reject any suggestion of some presence or power other than God, the less suffering I go through. The other lesson I learned was that by taking my thought off the lie and holding to the truth without any thought about healing some erroneous picture, I gave it less reality in my thinking and it just disappeared. It has been mentioned here by other testifiers But while knowing the truth about a particular error, whatever name it gave itself for the moment, and seemed very real, other errors just disappeared because all thought had been removed from them and making them less of a reality. We are told in Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy to, quote, look away from the body into truth and love, end quote. In the Bible, Isaiah hears God saying, quote, Look unto me and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth, for I am God and there is none else. In other words, all there is is God good. So that leaves nothing left that needs to be healed or removed. I am so grateful for what I am learning about the correct way to work in this science of the Christ since coming to Plainfield, Christian Science Church Independent. I am so grateful to Mrs. Eddy, who fulfilled the promise given by Christ Jesus that another Comforter would come in His name and teach us all things and named her discovery Christian Science. I am grateful for our textbook, Science and Health, for it is the key that unlocks the inspired Word of God in the Bible and, in turn, reveals the truth about God and man, made in His image and likeness. I am grateful to Christ Jesus, who showed by example how the power of the understanding of God blesses all mankind. I am very grateful to be here tonight. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Gary.
8: Thank you, Amanda, for those fine readings uh, reminding us that we have inalienable rights given by God, one of which is health. It uh, reminds me of a experience I had a couple years ago, uh, one afternoon, and this was shortly after the COVID-19 Nameless Nothing was becoming world-famous and scaring the living daylights out of billions of people and uh, a lot of governments were shutting down businesses and putting people out of work Well, one afternoon I began to develop a pain in my abdomen Um, and I... After dinner I went for a walk Thinking I could walk it off. Well, as I was walking, the pain became more and more severe. It was a sharp pain, and it became difficult even to walk. And there were all kinds of thoughts coming to me as to, you know, what could this be? Um, what did I do? Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Well, with each of those thoughts, I sent them back and said, No, I'm not going to accept this. There's a statement in the Bible that says, Resist the devil and it will flee from you. And I've learned in Christian science that illness is a devil. It is unlike God. And if we resist everything that is unlike God, they will flee from us. And I declared to myself, God did not send this. I'm perfect because God is perfect. And there was quite a mental tennis match going on for a while as I was walking. Well, I had arranged earlier that day to record part of a book written by Martha Wilcox. And I was wondering whether I would be able to do that that evening. When I got home, I was still in pain and I questioned whether it would be wise to even try to do this recording. But the thought came to me very clearly, I have to do it. I have to do it because it's a good book full of healing and full of truth and it will bless a lot of people. And I remembered one of my wife's favorite statements of Mrs. Eddy in Miscellaneous Writings, where she writes, Too soon we cannot find disease in the body to find disease in the mortal mind and its cure in working for God. So I packed up the book and I went over to where the recording was to take place and in great pain, I opened the book and I started to read. And it was like the words were medicine to me. In less than 10 seconds, the pain disappeared. I, I was startled that it disappeared. And when it wasn't gradual. It was like a switch that just turned off. And I was able to record several pages, a lot more than I thought I was going to be able to, without any discomfort. And afterwards, the pain never did return. It was that quick and that complete. I'm so grateful to be a member of this church where Christian science is taught and practiced correctly. So grateful to Mary Baker Eddy for giving us this science. Working for God was the cure for that illness. I had to do my work for God, and it did cure me, and I'm so grateful that it did. So good to be here with you tonight.
0: Thank you. (coughs) Benjamin.
9: Thank you, Amanda, for the wonderful reading tonight. Just like I believe Mara said, I'm happy to be here tonight, part of this sacred gathering. Um, I'm so happy that I found Christian Science, and um, I've been doing my best to learn. And i learned that you don't have to memorize or understand the whole book to be able to demonstrate the truth. One word of God can change the entire world. And uh, I have also learned that when we think right, uh, that Christian science blesses us, but also blesses everyone that came across our thinking. I had the opportunity to think about that today. And as I was thinking about it, God reminded me about the experience that I had um, a while ago. Um, when I was in school here in the United States, I I was living um in an apartment one of the church houses, uh, just a block away from from here. And I remember a a classmate of mine that had already scheduled to come to my apartment to use my computer to do uh, research. Um, During the afternoon, she called me that she wasn't going to be able to make it because I was expecting her why she hasn't come. Then she told me that her son, her only son, has come down with... A very severe fever that afternoon, and then, I know the little child, uh, the little boy I have met, him, I have met him several times. He was just a loving kid. I love him so much. And there was so uh, efforts for him. I told the mom that's that's no problem. That he that she should come and also I want her to bring Daniel with her. She thought I was kidding. I said no, I'm serious, Brian him with you when you come both of you has to come nothing will stop uh, what god has already planned She's okay she threw him in the car they live um, in the same time where i live but about um, few minutes away they came she carried him i was living in the third floor of the building that time she carried him all the way to the third floor and I told him, okay, that's why I'm glad you guys came. And I told her that God will take care of Daniel. Go over there and do your work and leave Daniel alone. God will take care of him. And I carried him, and put him on my couch, and he was just laying down there. I didn't have to say too much, but I know with conviction that God will take care of him, as he has always does. And we focus on the work we are doing on the computer. Within a few minutes, we haven't even got halfway through the work. I saw Daniel. He already took my iPad that I was using that time. I have so many music in it. He asked me if I can open it for him. I opened it. I, put him, I, put, I gave him the iPad and I put his favorite music. And it was less than half an hour. Daniel was running all over the apartment. He had forgotten that he was sick. I myself have forgotten he was sick. His mom has forgotten he was sick. Because there was no sickness in the first place to be worried about. And um, and secondly he was where he was lying down was the sacred place of God. And sickness has no chance to exist where he was at the moment and were very very convinced of that. So when we were when everything was done, when it was time to go home, I asked him, that, what happened to your fever? He started laughing. It was he had the idea that he has fever because it was a it was remarkable. Turn around, this fever has left him. And um His mom was amazed. I was amazed, but not surprised because I know what God can do. I was very happy, and then, like I said earlier, he was carried up to the third floor. But when it was time to go home, he ran down to the first floor, Mm -hmm. to the vehicle, with his feet, and we all went out for dinner that evening. God doesn't discriminate because uh, his mom was a Catholic, devoted catholic but god to god as no catholic or we are all children of god his blessings which is across nations religions colors languages and etc i'm so grateful that i found christian science and all he has done for me it has changed my life i'm grateful for my children as well because the same blessing hasn't stopped, it hasn't, we never stop. it continued. And I can see it in my children and every children that I came into my heart. I'm grateful to be here tonight, thank you.
0: Thank you. Lil.
1: Thank you for those wonderful readings. My life has been so blessed since God brought me to this independent Christian science church many years ago. I had another wonderful blessing last year. I had to replace my steam iron for an ironing project for church. I went to a nearby store and was so grateful that there was a sales lady able to help me choose a model that meets my needs. I then went up to the checkout area of the store to pay for it. I went to the register to pay when I was told I cut into line. There was another customer I hadn't noticed. She was so kind and said it was okay. When I was paying, the other customer so blessed me. She asked if I had a coupon to apply. She said she had a few and offered me one. Wow, I thanked her so much. What love. I cut in ahead of her, and then she gives me a coupon. That was totally God at work. I will never forget this. Thank you, God. I'm so grateful for our loving Father, for Christ Jesus, for Mary Baker Payne, for giving us this wonderful, blessed way of life.
0: Thank you. Jeremy.
10: My gratitude tonight is for the fact that Christian science works and that it allows us to learn how to help ourselves and others. And when we need additional help, we can go to a practitioner in this church and truly receive what we need to be healed. I noticed some swelling around my eye recently, and after praying about it for a few days and not seeing any results, I spoke to my practitioner about it. She mentioned how Gilbert Carpenter says, when we have a problem in our body, it is because we're malpracticing on it in some way. And she said, I need to be mindful about how long I am looking at computer screens and do not feel like I need to work on the computer constantly. I so appreciate that it is always practical steps I'm given here. And since speaking to her, the issue has given me no more problems, which I'm so thankful her for. And I'm thankful for learning this science, and just it's wonderful to be a member of this church and to be here tonight, and to have this opportunity to give a testimony. Every week, giving a testimony is a real blessing, so thank you. And now I have a testimony from Imogen in Australia.
4: Good evening.
11: I have so much to thank God for. And so much thanks to my Plainfield practitioner whose love, wisdom and holy prayer has blessed me greatly, as has all the learning that is freely shared here. The lesson a couple of weeks ago featured David with the focus that he had tried his tools and so he knew that his prayer would call down God's blessing. I loved this lesson so I was thinking on David's experience during that week as I had a challenging piece of work at a week-long leadership conference that I was delivering. On one particular morning, a number of reactive issues cropped up and by the time I had dealt with each of these different things, I looked at the clock and realised I should have left for the conference venue 45 minutes earlier so whilst my human response told me to panic at my lateness, we have been taught here that panicking is not letting God reign. So I paused and waited on God and thought of David and his tools, and I just said, Father, you will get me there on time. Humanly, I could do absolutely nothing. I could see the packed freeway traffic bumper to bumper, So I just prayed for a good, safe drive as we have been taught to do here, and I left it with God. At one point, I found myself turning onto a road that is usually the worst option. It's always very congested with traffic, and that's why everyone always takes a freeway. But as I progressed, I realized that the road I was on was almost completely empty. I'd never seen it that way before, and so I continued on, and found myself at the conference venue in just a few minutes. It was unbelievable. I was just laughing and thanking God so much that he opened up a way for me to get to that conference on time. (laughs) I found myself on stage ready for the pre-checks at 8.07 a.m., only seven minutes later than I had planned originally. I've never seen that road clear like that before or since, so this was really a wondrous example of the power of God to direct us in all our paths. Our tools in Christian science are absolutely tried and true. Our dear leader, Mary Baker Eddy, taught us the priceless tool of how to pray effectively when she shared her discovery of Christian science with the world. I am so grateful for this gift. I am so grateful to our dearest, loving Father-Mother God for bringing me to Christian science and for bringing me to study here at Plainfield Independent. These have been such big, wonderful blessings in my life. I am so grateful for all that we are being taught here by our holy practitioners and teachers. Thank you all so much, and all our love to you.
0: Thank you. Dede from Georgia, go ahead.
5: Thank you. I'm so grateful for all that we have in this church to study
12: Over the past eight years, I've found that there's nothing that can come up that I don't have the understanding to meet due to what I've learned, and I'm still learning here. Or that I can't defeat by being provided with or led to some material from our website. To me, this is all an example of God being a very present help in trouble, from Psalm 46 and that divine love always has met and always will meet every human need. From page 494 of Science and Health. Thank you so much, Amanda, for tonight's reading, and thank you for all the testimonies given tonight. I'm very grateful for all that's going on in this church and very grateful to be here tonight.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Kelly. From california go ahead
13: hi uh thank you for being here thank you for the service and i wanted to share i well a few weeks ago i had to go put up some no trespass signs on some land i own with my brothers and sisters and they weren't here so i had to do it myself and in the past um I would get some pushback from the neighbor who has a house right next to our empty lot. And his stuff is all over our land. And he lets his dogs, he would let his dogs come after me. And But the signs, I had them in my uh, home. They've been sitting there for almost a, over a year. And I know that I'm, uh, what I'm learning from this church, from Mary Baker Eddy, from Christian science, from studying the Bible more, listening to the Bible lessons, that I cannot let fear push push me around. And I don't have to um, let it dictate my life. And so I took the signs to work with me, and then after work I was going to go straight to the land and put them up so when work was over I um I started talking to God and I put the ladder in the car I took two of the tools I needed and I didn't know how I was going to do it but I just knew that I just go just go because um God is with me and and that I also have being God's child and living in God's world that I have a right to protect my land, and and God maintains His universe. I know that from my business, opening my business. I have one of the calendar messages hanging Mm -hmm. in my wall. It is God's business to maintain His universe, and it is man's business to know this. And so I had the ladder, and so I went to the land, and I got there, and I opened the back of the car, and I started taking the ladder out, but it was stuck, and I couldn't get it out. And, um, and I looked up, and I saw the other neighbors were sitting on their porch, and they were just having a nice chat in the shade, and I asked them if they could come and help me take the ladder out. And so three men got up, and they got the ladder out. They got the tools without me even saying anything, and they just put the... Put the sign up for me, and we chatted a bit, and then they were done. and And I would have never have thought of that resolve myself. That just it just unfolded as I went. And um, I'm, and so what I did too is like I picked a bunch of figs from the fig tree and tangerines, and I brought them down to them a, a few days later and thanked them, and. I I just know God loves us so much he he created fruit trees before he created us cuz he knew we, we would be hungry. And so I shared that with not I didn't say that with them, but I did share the fruit from the fruit trees with them and thank you for all you do Plainfield. I just I just love your website, your Bible lessons and um the round table and the the monthly Bible lesson too. Thank
0: you. The Bible study. Thank you. Thank you. Florence from Georgia. Go ahead.
12: Thank you. Thank you, Amanda, for the beautiful readings and timely readings. I'm so grateful for this gift of inalienable rights, a gift that cannot be taken away by any false beliefs. It is everyone's gift, the wonderful gift that all must awaken to know they have. I have two testimonies, From uh, one from Washington, D.C. She says, thanks to all for the work you are doing in this Christian Science Independent Church. About a year ago, I was having some difficulties moving, concentrating, and performing my daily activities. I called a practitioner from this church for Christian science treatment. She agreed to help me and asked me to study pages 390 to 395 of the Christian science textbook, science and health with key to the scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy. Concentration was not easy at first, but as I continued reading and listening to the specific instructions on these pages, the fog was lifted. I found myself taking a stand with Mrs. Eddy's instructions in every paragraph. The atmosphere around me was different, and I felt a healing has taken place. I was free of any mental difficulty, and I thank God for it. I called the practitioner to confirm my healing and thanked her. This healing has been permanent. I am very grateful for Mrs. Eddy, for her writings, and for what I am learning from this church. Thank you. The second one is from Providence in Asia. She says, I'm asking this to be delivered on my behalf. Thank you, Plainfield CS Independent, for all that you do. I feel like I have been born again as a Christian scientist since I found you online. As the experience of the church and its culture, I had earlier experienced for many years, had their many beautiful moments, but eventually had to come to an end. God wanted me to have more substance in my faith. Today, my gratitude. In particular, goes to the inspirational music that you provide every week. This morning before work, I was listening to I Shall Not Want, one of the recent solos again. It brought tears to my eyes. In those sweet moments of spirit, you capture so much of the essence of God, which I often feel through music. Another favorite that made me giggle, and so happy recently was the solo, you can't be a beacon of your light if your light don't shine. I am familiar with many American songs, but oh boy, this one really delighted my heart. The spontaneity and the liberty I feel in your music is something I could not help writing my gratitude for this morning. God bless you all. Much, much love. I'm so grateful for these. I'm so grateful that others are really using what we have here and proving it that Christian science does heal. So grateful to be here. Grateful to God, Mary Baker Eddy, and for all those writers who have written to inspire us today. Happy to be here tonight.
0: Thank you. Mary.
14: Good evening, everyone. To have some things to read, Uh, the first South Dakota. Thank you, Plainfield Christian Science Independent, for your loving presentation of The Comforter. It is a blessing to be on board with your weekly Bible lessons and much, much more. I really like the strength of this week's lesson on God, and especially the golden text from 1 Corinthians. Your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. And then Canada. Thank you for your announcements at yesterday's round table. Um, And she's referring to, we announced that the Liberator now, instead of coming out six times a year, it will come out four times a year. The newsletter as well, four times a year, and the forum highlights once a month. And for those of you who have subscriptions, your subscriptions will just be extended. So I think it is a very good idea for the Love is the Liberator, Liberator magazine to be issued quarterly going forward. It is strange, but I was thinking about that last week as I'm still reading and studying the recent issue with the theme of the 121st Psalm. It is a powerful magazine with such amazing articles and the research that is made to give us the articles by Mrs. Eddy and the early workers is much appreciated. I, for one, am happy with the change. Last but not least, if you are ever listening to a repeat of any of the church services, may I suggest that you try listening to the organ prelude with earplugs. The sound just pierces into the heart with love. And then California. I am reading and rereading the association address of Herbert E. Ricky. C.S.B., entitled No Big Power Veto, his 1948 address, mentioned at last Sunday's Roundtable, June 26. That is now on the website, by the way. There is no letting go of the article until I have the understanding I desire to awake. And then she quotes this uh, poem from an 1886 sentinel called I Shall Awake. I shall awake, however dread the shadows of the coming night. Uprising from my dreamless bed, I shall again behold the light. I shall awake, not of the earth whose ways with erring feet I've trod, but fashioned by a glorious birth into the image of my God. I shall awake, no more to crave with constant longing still denied. The good I covet, I shall have. With Christ, I shall be satisfied. It's the end of the poem. Each day my heart fills with gratitude, and I thank God for this Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent, its practitioners and members, and that I was awake enough to find my way here, and that nothing could veto my footsteps in the right direction. And this is a a testimony from Hawaii. A few days ago, my neighbor was telling me that her life wasn't so great at that moment. Her sister's daughter had contracted the long kind of COVID or nameless nothing, as I call it, and had been hospitalized for some time She had then developed an incurable, according to the doctors, pneumonia, and it looked like her organs were shutting down. I told my neighbor that we both could pray, and she was grateful for the support. I went home and in the quiet asked God for his guidance. I didn't know their names or any details. There was a sense the details weren't so important anyway, that we, every man, woman, and child on this planet, were his children, and could only reflect his attributes of life, love, truth, intelligence, health, and wellness. No thing could obscure nor prevent this fact. I could feel his presence everywhere, like Dolby, surround sound. (laughs) Then without prompting the story of, then without prompting, The story of the lame man at the pool of Bethesda came into my thoughts, John 5, that he had an infirmity 38 years and wasn't able to get into the pool when it was stirred by the angel. Jesus commanded him to take up his bed and walk. I wondered why this story came to me instead of one of the pestilence or plague, but I did not question and accepted that I needed to pay attention to this story. I knew that God would take care of all things and I need not work at anything. A couple of days passed and I saw my neighbor today. I asked her about her sister and niece and was surprised by her answer. Yesterday her niece decided it best to get out of her bed and walk in order to strengthen herself. I said to my neighbor it didn't seem like she was on her deathbed any longer and my neighbor agreed that it was so. I smiled all the way home and thanked God. Everyone, please know that it is true that that faith, the size of a mustard seed, can move mountains. It just needs to be practiced. You won't be disappointed. Thanks for letting me share this with you. Before Plainfield, I always thought I was a helpless creature in the face of mortal storms. But now, little by little, I am growing in courage and knowledge that with reliance on the one God, Ere can be defeated. Many, many thanks to you and all those at Plainfield, the Plainfield Fort. I never tire of hearing your voices and being inspired by your words. Aloha. So there's more, but I'll save it till next week. (laughs) And I would like to say how grateful I am for those beautiful readings tonight. And just the references, I I love the reference to the fact that God is our Father. I've often talked about it at the round table that Jesus referred to God as Father. And many of us like to uh, refer to him as Father Mother or as Mother, but however you refer to him to just to know that you have that very, very tender relationship with him and that we do, we do, when we know it and work to be there, abide in his home. And in that home is all good, all health, all happiness, all joy. And that home has expandable walls and we can take everyone in there with us, those who are ready to receive his kind blessings. I'm so grateful to learn in this church about our dear father, mother, God's love and kindness and to feel that close connection to him. Thank God for this independent church, for dear Mrs. Eddy for giving us the science. And thank, thank God for all of you who joined us tonight. Much love to you all.
0: Thank you. Uh, to close our meeting tonight, Linda, will you please announce the last hymn?
4: Hymn number 406. O oh love our mother ever near, to thee we turn from doubt and fear. In perfect peace our thoughts abide, our hearts now in this truth confide. Man is the child of God. Hymn number two, 406.